Welcome to Small Town Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Ben. Randy is here. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Randy is, hey, how's it going? Our guest for today is the one and only Delvin Cox from the Delvin Cox Experience. How you Hello. guys doing, brothers? <laughs> Hello. You guys can hear me, right? How are you? Good, good, yes, good, sir. good, man. Awesome I've known, to the podcast. Uh, I've known Delvin for about three years, I think. One of the first people I ever met in podcasting. I did his show, I believe, two years ago now. It's been a while. Yes, it has. That is and since, since then, we've talked about him doing our show, and it took two years to line it up. And even then, it might be a little too late for Delvin to be on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My, my boat has already sailed in the small town mentality. <laughs> people on on twitter have started calling him sleepy delve and um i'll explain that shit that's 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 that bullshit b rob and jody b stay in completely fucking different time zones than me they'll be like hey Dell, let's record at 11 o'clock at fucking night <laughs> of course i'm gonna be falling asleep it's only nine there now you're good yes it's not here yeah i got time yeah we got you till 11 yeah <laughs> before he starts getting sleepy now me and uh delvin have had a weird relationship <laughs> to say yes. the least um i say a lot of things to him and he tells me if they are racist or not which most of the time they are yeah i'd say yeah most of the time they are. <laughs> i think that's a good relationship to have with somebody by the way you always need that one friend to say should i say this well, maybe I shouldn't say this. The funnest things that we do is in the we have this Twitter group. Um, is me and Delvin, Delvin will get into like this epic racial storyline, and by the end of it, people are very uncomfortable. Except, yes. <laughs> and I don't know why, but it's it's a lot of fun. Yes, except Adam Nutter, of course, and Jody B, because they just. Yes. Are who they are. <laughs> nothing offends them. Nothing bothers them. They are True. unapologetically themselves. <laughs> we used to call uh, uh, Delvin on the show. We used to call him our racial correspondent from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Got to yeah. check in with with our correspondent. Oh man! But glad to have you, man. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. You know, get any questions because uh, that's. Just the way I do things. Um, is, this, is this just going to be an hour of you running things by them, deciding yes. if they're racist or not? Yes. <laughs> I feel like we're going to do that in the show. We need at least a panel so they can hold up the cards and be yes. like, you know, 5.9. Much like I do with you most of the time. Let's just go down the list of things. Everything like Uncle Ben's rice, racist or not racist. <laughs> I feel like everybody that has you on their show gets into racism. For some reason. Yeah, it's kind of funny how that works out. I don't know why. <laughs> I think I, I do kind of know why. I guess it's because I am the type of person who doesn't get offended by shit when, when people ask questions. Because I think it's important for people to learn from each other and not 
one, don't bullshit each other for one thing. That's one thing I don't want to do. I don't want to bullshit people about things like that. And also, but I think it's important for us to learn from each other and learn how to talk to and how to appreciate each other. Also, you're very easy to talk to. You don't get offended easily. And uh, you've done like, I remember you did like a three, four part series on like racism. And in, yeah. in general, you had people on, you did, uh, what was that? White privilege and all kinds of stuff. You had like a whole series on it. it yeah. Cool. And it was fun. To, it was fun to do because a lot of people still talk about it to this day. And I think I did it two years ago almost, but it was interesting to do it because when I, when I, when the first episode came out with, with like you said, the first episode was about white people and white privilege and things like that. Oh, black people were furious with me. How do you let them come on your podcast and say this? Why do you let them say all this stuff? Why do you let this happen? I just say, okay, okay, relax. Listen to episode two. Episode two was um, about how the European Americans, the people who are not in this country, see America. People are like, okay, I'm starting to get it. I'm starting to get it. Nobody got really mad at that one. Episode three was about Hispanic Americans, how they feel about everything in America and the country at the time. People didn't get too mad about that. But oh, when that episode four came up, when I started talking about black people and black people just came on there speaking their mind, the messages I got <laughs> about that episode was yeah, insane. I thought it was a great series. I mean, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I think, and this is not me tooting my own horn, but I'll that series, horn. when it came out, kind of feels like now that I'm looking back, it's a precursor to what America is today because we've gotten to a point where everybody's just brutally honest about everything. I mean, to the point where it's uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> it's like, how do I describe this perfectly? Like, if there was a time in America where you wouldn't see overt, straight-up racism, but you know Okay, God, you know, okay, the guy, that guy's one that's clearly a racist, but he wouldn't tell you in his face that he doesn't like you. Now, you see it all the time where they're like, we don't like you. We don't want you around, straight up. Yeah, I get that all the time. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting to see how blatant that has become now. And... The way I see it, we only got like, uh, what, five more weeks of racism? Something like that. <laughs> and then it's just completely over. It dies out. Yes. I, I think so. I will say this, and this is, I want to say this, and I think this is going to be an interesting conversation. Once, once when Trump got in office, whether you want to blame Trump for it or not, I kind of lean in the middle of it. People felt overly comfortable with showing their racism and their prejudice about certain things. Now that we're coming to a time where, where Joe Biden's going to be in office, where he is not as... The thing about Joe Biden that I find interesting is that he is the opposite of Trump in terms of he's not a showman, he's not a showboy person. He's not going to say things he's not supposed to say because he knows his audience. So my whole thing is this. How long before it kind of gets back to normal with with Joe Biden in office, or does it ever get back to normal? Or this is just the new normal for America in terms of people just speaking their mind and saying what they want to say and people just being even... Because there's two sides of everything. Is 
people are either over overly sensitive or people are just out of hand crazy with shit. So uh politics is out of my realm. Randy might might be able to weigh in. I don't know. I would but but I don't want any stand-up material. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I think this is just in general. This is even beyond, From, kind of even beyond politics because it's just people feel like they have like with Trump, people felt like they had to take a side. I'm going to say that I never blamed anything on Trump. I was always very open with my racism. <laughs> right when he took a drink. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to burn any of my stand-up material because I'm, I'm from South Carolina. Half my jokes are about racism. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, keep, let's keep those jokes in the tuck. You're going to need those for the next several I months. <laughs> I don't honestly don't know if me and Randy have ever talked about this. Have you had like some any serious, like very open racism towards you? Or do uh, people just think you're white? <laughs> general, generally, people usually think I'm white. It's yeah. more that I have to sit there and listen to racists go off about racist shit, and I got to sit there like, do I say something? <laughs> do, do they do they think I'm one of them? One, two, three, four. No, I'm outnumbered. I ain't saying nothing. I'm I'm gonna I'm 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 sit here and drink my coffee. I, gotta, I, I, I didn't uh, hear it. <laughs> I will give you some interesting tidbits about me in terms of that. Like my son, my kids, my cause my wife, my ex-wife is Nicaraguan. So my kids whoa, are whoa, part whoa. Hispanic. <laughs> so my kids are part Hispanic and my son specifically looks white almost. Now he, he doesn't look as white now because he's starting to show African American features in terms of like he has curly hair. He's getting a, a little bit darker so he looks more Spanish than anything. But when he was a baby his skin was snow white. Hmm. Snow white curly hair. So when I used to go out with him Anywhere, I used to get the meanest looks because people thought I, they thought you thought I was the babysitter, <laughs> thought I had kidnapped the baby, or, or something like that. Or they like, what is this black guy doing walking around with this white kid? And I remember like, I used to get stopped by the police and everything, and questioned, which is ridiculous. Nah, I can see it. I can see it, man. I just. I just picturing somebody walk. You're walking by, just minding your own business. Somebody's walking by. What's that black dude doing with that white boy? Oh, were they remaking The Shining? <laughs> it, it, it was weird, and I. It's different when you experience it firsthand. Like you know, as a black person in America, I've experienced racism, and for the most part, I can ignore it. But it's different when you have your son with you, and they're like, "Yeah, you guys don't look like y'all belong together." I feel like now if I were to bring up comparison stories, you know what I mean? Like there's something weird with that too when white people try to compare themselves. <laughs> but my daughter is a redhead, you know? So uh, I did get that a lot. Like, oh, is she the mailman's type of stuff? Because there's no red hair anywhere on me. Does your, does your girl have okay. red hair? Huh? <laughs> my wife has blonde hair. So where uh-huh. she got the red hair? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Do you, yeah. do you, do you oh, have family members who may have red hair? Yes, my my brother-in-law has red hair, her her okay. brother and stuff. So, it, I mean, it is in the family. It was just like okay. when we walked around together, people were like, uh, she is. But, yeah, no racism there. <laughs> Interesting. Right. Interesting. I will, I will say this, though. 
when I go places, when I used to go places with my daughter and my son, people understood it then because my daughter looks like my son, but she's dark and she's my complexion. So they're like, okay, we understand now. That makes a little bit more sense. What complexion is that again? I don't even know what you call me. <laughs> Caramel. <laughs> I feel like this is awkward for people. Randy's just sitting there. Like, this is what me and I'm Delvin just, have always done, though. That's no, the I'm thing. just trying to remember there was a mad TV sketch where they just went through all the state all the complexions of black, the different shades. Yeah. I'm trying to That's remember what, what they were called, but I Home, can't remember. Home Depot. <laughs> let, let me ask you guys this. I think I'm eggshell, to be honest. <laughs> Go ahead. How, how have you guys been holding up in quarantine? I, I know this not, is a general question, but I asked that for a reason. There hasn't really been one, to yeah. be honest with you. Not here. I've oh, been working. I've worked through the whole thing. Randy's worked through the whole thing. Uh, nothing's ever really been closed. I mean, restaurants are still open. You can still go get your haircut. Schools are still open. Everything is. I'm glad you mentioned that because this is a good conversation. People like in Florida, people make it have made a big deal about quarantine here. But I can contest to we really didn't quarantine. Like in, I live in South Florida, I live in Miami Dade County. And I remember when it happened, what they did was they put a curfew out when, like, when this whole COVID-19 thing happened. They put a curfew out. But the curfew was at 10 o'clock at night when everything is closed. Yeah. Yeah. And what the hell kind of sense does that make? Like, the virus has a fucking bedtime? Why the hell yeah. are we having a curfew trying yes. to prevent a damn virus? It made, what, made no sense. What our Walmart did was they started closing at 10 and they pushed everybody to one door and had an in and out line. It's like, are you? You're forcing people to be closer Just together, hurting us in together like <laughs> yes. cattle, and, and that's in, supposed to help us social distance. And now. instead of the couple hundred people that shopped at night, now everybody has to shop during the day at the same time. So good job. Yes, <laughs> and that's the same thing they did here. They kind of like, okay, we're gonna instead of having people come in stores at all one time, we're gonna have everybody standing outside and do ten or twelve people at a time. But you're still having all those people just wait outside in the hot ass sun to come inside the store. So it's not really helping the issue. And almost nothing closed during the, the time of the pandemic. Only thing that closed really was small businesses. Florida was even almost that, the same as us, where they just yeah. didn't close anything down. I've heard they a lot about they Florida. Did. They said they did. They really didn't. Well, in our defense, we don't have Florida's numbers, man. That's true. Yeah, but I heard Florida was still like doing sports, sporting events and everything. Like a yeah, concert. They were, they were still um, doing comedy. wrestling and everything. Yeah. Like, it never really stopped here. And people complain like, oh, we were locked down. We were locked down, but we really wasn't locked down. We didn't go on full lockdown like people make it out the scene. Yeah. Because I can tell you when the pandemic, when, when it when the lockdown happened here, I was still probably outside. One I was fortunate because my job needed me every day. So I didn't didn't stop working. But besides that, I was outside every day. And it was people every Outside, going places every day. Like certain stores were closed, but Target was still open, Walmart was still open. Most of the big chain stores were open. So people, what people were doing was they were just, okay, we can't go to this store. We'll just go to Target and hang out for several hours to get fresh air and yeah. things like that. Is it fresh air though? Not really. <laughs> 
I think the only thing that really took a hit was restaurants. That's the biggest thing I think that actually that actually closed down. Yeah, I think we had restaurants closed down for a week or two, and a lot of people did carry out because they never well, like. It was longer closed. than that, but yeah, yeah, it was a lot of carry out for a while. Probably closer to a month or month and a half. Yeah. I don't know, man. I hear we're getting back into it, and things are starting to take off again. I was talking to Randy about it today. We, I saw him at Walmart, and I was like, yeah, man, it's closing in around us. Got friends of friends getting it and all that other shit. It's, it's kind of scary. Well, it's scary for me, at least, because I, have, I work with my grandmother. Wait, in the beginning, weren't they saying that black people didn't get it? Wasn't that a thing? That was a thing. That one hundred percent was a thing. They 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 said that black people were getting at a lower level, and then weeks later, it completely flipped. It said we were gonna get the worst. Man, what? I don't like this episode. Why? I'm gonna say some shit that's gonna get me in trouble, man. Hey, man. I'm gonna say some shit. Well, it just made me think You're back better to off like, than me. Well, it makes me think back to like when the 80s, when the CIA was actually introducing crack into black neighborhoods. The CIA just sitting there looking. I was like, well, COVID ain't killing enough. All right, well, fine. We'll send a couple of agents in. They're just sitting there with aerosol cans just spraying. <laughs> We're going to test this We got to balance this out. <laughs> I, I remember vividly being in high school or junior high school. And, you know, when you live in the inner city, you always have that old, older guy. Who wants to talk to you and tell you stories and things? And like I you had the older guy in there with like telling us stories about how the CIA and the FBI was like putting crack in the neighborhoods and things like that and poisoning the black community. When you're a kid, you're like, get the fuck out of here. That's not real. Then when you get older and start seeing actual documentaries and stuff, <laughs> what like, Yeah, you find out it's not only real, it's not even a fucking secret. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the record. I'm like, holy shit. It's wild. What uh, uh, Jody B brought up a few times uh, was at uh, Black Wall Street when they completely burned down pretty much the whole city. Yes, that is one of many stories that's happened. Yeah, back in those days. That's why I've had this conversation before about reparations. I was I always say that if America was like we don't want to give you guys reparations because for slavery, I'm like okay, fine. But you can point out very several points in history where America has went out their way to hold down black black people. So there should be some sort of reparations for that. And that doesn't have to be money, by the way. I say that all the time. It could be education. It could be anything. But at some point, we probably have to come to grips with how we've kind of helped the black community back from being where they could be at. And Anytime you'll ever see me holding down black people is going to be sexually. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> not a bad thing, baby. I'm looking at you, Delvin. <laughs> I need to leave but, uh, it too long. <laughs> but um, I think, man, it just this pandemic thing is interesting. Me get back on topic. That is a chance we might go. Yeah, there was no topic, but <laughs> I think it's interesting that there's a possibility that we may go back on lockdown again. Yeah, maybe, probably. I heard uh, Utah has done a mandate now with uh, they're forcing masks um, throughout the state, and I've heard a lot of states are getting ready to shut down again. I have heard that. Let me ask a question: Do you guys care about the mask? Did the mask bother you? No. Uh, I've been having fun with it. 
Yeah, he wears a lot of he wears a variety. I got to wear a mask at work, but I'm mostly driving by myself, so I don't really have to. But when I go okay. into the buildings, I got to. And sometimes at some of the refineries they make you. And after a while, it starts like I get like this red rash on my nose, which sucks. But whatever. It is what it is. Know, my dad, my dad used to paint. So I grew up playing around with N95 masks, wearing them, yeah. pretending to be Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it honestly doesn't bother me. I don't understand why people flip out because of the mask and things like that and say they're infringing on their American rights. Because the mask is just just such a small thing. And I'd rather wear the mask and not get COVID (laughs) than to not wear the mask and get COVID. I don't know, man. It kind of feels like you're treading on me. Don't tread on me. Well, you know, while we're on the subject, man, I don't like wearing pants. True. I feel like that's an infringement. I don't like wearing shoes. I agree. I'm I'm a fucking hillbilly from the south, man. I I like walking around barefoot, and I got to wear shoes when I go out in public, and that's bullshit. What? Didn't they start a thing called grounding or something? You got to ground yourself to the earth to recharge or something like that. I know that's that's hippie shit. Okay. That's a hillbilly right. shit. That's, that's well, completely I, different. I'm starting to get into hippie shit now. I got a 1974 just, Volkswagen Super Beetle that I'm working on. So that's just speaking. <laughs> it's just speaking a racist shit, man. That's one thing that always frustrated me is people always talk about you know Indians, natives, whatever the hell you want to call us this week, and Something they else. they want to act like we're a bunch of hippies. And I'm like, all the ones I know are rednecks, man. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Maybe that's why we get along so well, because I'm also redneck. Small town mentality. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's why I kind of am open to talk to guys like you and Jordy B, because living in the South, you know a lot of rednecks. <laughs> like, it's not, it's a common occurrence. And hey, now yeah, I'm Midwest. He's South. <laughs> well, he knows that that's a common thing. You, those are your people. You know the ones who are good, you know the ones who are bad. You kind of just relate to them, and yeah. I mean, we definitely had some things. I don't remember a whole lot of uh, racial things growing up, but there was a lot of like homosexual things, a lot of uh, beating people up, things like that. I remember that from high school and stuff. From high school here, yeah. This town's like ninety three percent white. And I know how. Of course, there wasn't a lot of racial. Shit. I know. This... I know. I know. <laughs> I'm not saying that there there wouldn't be. I'm just saying I don't remember a lot of that being discussed, which is probably the population size. But they did not like gay people. That's for sure. That's what I remember most. Wow. Yeah. So let me ask you this then. Were there a lot of gay people in your your community, in your school and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. There was people there, but they didn't have a good time. Wow. From what I remember. That's kind of crazy to think about because... I, I I I can relate to that because there's I remember going to black schools and seeing a lot of black gay kids getting a hard time as well. Yeah. And today is so much different than it was back then. Yeah, the nineties, early two thousands, I remember it happening. But now yeah, nowadays, I mean, it's so far off the wall. Like people, you know, there was a comedian that made a joke and I cannot remember who it was, but he said, uh would you care if your uh, son's gay or straight? And he's like, I just hope he picks one of the two. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's just so many options out there now. So it went like so far up that no, I don't think anybody gives a shit about gay anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, 
there's one thing that kind of bothered me. I mean, I was looking, I was looking online, and apparently one of the big YouTube channels is a 12-year-old boy who has a makeup tutorial channel. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Where he is teaching you how to use makeup, and he's got all the different types of makeup and the shades and the different shades of lipstick and mascara and all this shit that, let's face it, we're guys. We've never even heard of this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's 12-year-old boy, and it's just so controversial because – some people are like, oh, well, he shouldn't be doing that because he's a boy. And some people are like, you know, he, you know, he's let him do whatever he wants. And I'm just sitting there like, hold the fuck up. How the fuck's a 12-year-old boy affording all that makeup? True. <laughs> that shit's expensive. One thing I've learned is that shit's expensive, man. Yeah. Millions man. of views. Makeup is not cheap at all. Oh. <laughs> I just read the message from Adam Nutter. Talk, it says, talk about the Garbage Opinions podcast. <laughs> garage Opinions. I misread that. Yeah, it's garbage. It's garbage, garbage opinion. Opinion. Yeah, I misread it as garage. Yeah. I don't know how you got garage. But yeah. The Garbage Opinions podcast, this podcast that, well, a group of podcasts to do. Adam Nutter is one of them. We do it, I guess it's, post, I guess it's every month now where we just, Get on a mic for two hours and yell about our opinions on a certain topic. Like, it all started because one day on Twitter, we got in a big old debate about my favorite cereal, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Because someone said that is that Cinnamon Toast Crunch was a terrible cereal. And we know that, guy, that, that guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I, I can understand if and you we're not like even, we're not friends anymore after that. Oh shit! <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but I can understand if you don't like cinnamon, but cinnamon toast crunch is not a garbage cereal in any form of circumstance whatsoever. So this started a whole big giant debate on Twitter where everybody was arguing. So we decided to have do a podcast about it called the Great Cereal Debate, where Adam Miller was on it, um, Tim Hines. And a whole bunch of us were just on there talking about cereal. And the cool thing about this podcast that I love about it, the fact that all of us on it are from different backgrounds, different political beliefs, everything. But we came on the podcast, had a ton of fun. And for those two hours or so we were on it, we didn't give a fuck about anything that was going on outside. We didn't care about politics. We didn't care about religion. We didn't give a fuck about nothing. We just had a blast talking shit. As friends, enjoying things, and it just it was so much fun. We decided to just do it again and again. And we love doing this podcast because it's just us, it's just us as friends talking about ridiculous, silly shit. I was never and about it for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to come fun. on, you can come on it. But it's a, it's a lot of fun, man. It's it's a blast, <laughs> and it kind of happened by accident. And it's just like you know, Adam, Adam Nutter's my boy. I love Adam Nutter to death. Me and yeah, him kind of just shout out to him. Like we just immediately the first time we recorded together, we kind of like bonded, and we always talk. We have this kind of energy together, and it's it's awesome. Shout and out like, another past definitely. guest, and he just did uh, Dave Temple's podcast. I was watching live, so that's awesome. that's, yeah, uh, yeah, that's more on a, a comedic thing for me because I love comedy, and I saw my buddy Adam <laughs> Nutter and uh, Dave Temple. Dave Temple's opening for Big Jay Ogerson, so that's fucking cool as shit. That's cool. Anyways, That's really moving cool. on. That's some Adam Nutter is also comedy. a great comedian too, by the way. He is. Yes, he is. Very funny. Very entertaining. 
if you ever get a chance to see him in a show, go do it. Definitely. And then after the show, tell him to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, ben, that was the. You got, you got some questions for me, Ben? I don't have any questions for you. God Randy? Damn it, ben. <laughs> All right, so the Garbage Opinion podcast. Uh, is that always food related? Mm, Actually, true. no. Randy? Oh. Oh. Okay. Randy's got some opinions of food, though. I got tons of opinions I on mean, food now. Come on. You can have your own food podcast. Like, fuck, that's delicious. You know that guy? Yeah, okay. It would just <laughs> be every episode, every episode would just be me screaming for three and a half hours about how onions aren't food. Exactly. I think that'd be an awesome it's podcast. Like, you know, God <laughs> put them in the ground, wrapped them up in paper, and made them stink so bad that you, your eyes water every time you cut them up. What the fuck part of that made you think it was delicious? True. Onions that's are not actually food. a good point. That's actually a good point. You may have sold me on this idea. Onions fruit. Onions food. Like, I don't know now. You just kind of. You, you may have swiped me on this. <laughs> I spent a lot of time thinking about it. All right. Since Ben. give me heartburn like a motherfucker. So whenever, so you do, whenever you do garbage opinions on food, hit this guy up. Absolutely. <laughs> that's a good idea. Good idea. So since Ben didn't come prepared. Oh, I never As do. always, nope. I, have to, I have to save his ass. Okay. So what I'm going to do is... You're going to shave his ass? No, save his ass. We're going sa- to shave his ass later. We, we'd but, get more views if he shaved his ass. I'm true. Just saying, <laughs> Very true. Good point. Good point. What we're going to do is an impromptu five for five. Five okay. questions, five answers to get the ball rolling. You guys can team up. I will ask the questions. You will answer. You guys ready? All right. Okay, question number one. If you could switch bodies with one person for a day, that means they will have to live your life for a day and you have to live their life for a day. Anybody you want to, who would it be? Now, take consideration, they are living your life for a day. Oh, yeah, no, that's easy. Jillian Michaels. Remember, she Jillian she Michaels? Yeah, because she was the she was the trainer from the Biggest Loser, and she would just torture the fuck out of all these fat people. And I swear to God, she was getting off on it. Okay, I know you talk. I know exactly what you're talking about. For a day, and I'll just like be her for a day, just running around and riding in elevators without running out of breath and shit. You get to yell at people, and, and I'll just spend the day live- eating all the fucking carbs. Every motherfucker, <laughs> hand them over. Hand me the fucking carbs. All right, we're going to get this bitch fat. I got 24 hours, and this bitch is going to be bloated like fucking Shamu when I'm done with her. And she oh, has yeah. Your body Let's do this. Is there a button I push? What do I do? <laughs> I like I would, that answer. I would probably be Wayne from Letterkenny. <laughs> wait, wait. Does it, have, it doesn't have to be a real person? I don't know. You said anybody. Say Wayne from Letterkenny. Yeah. Can so you're, so you, you're okay with him living in your body for 24 hours? Yeah. I mean, it's about time my wife got some good dick. <laughs> okay, that's that's a fair answer. That <laughs> is a is fair answer. Be, is it going to be on a Friday? Because I don't want to be sitting here next to him going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't even know what I'm doing here. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Yeah. Okay. Which cartoon character you think that you're most like? God, I can go for I can go for the low hanging fruit and say Fat Albert. Hmm. 
Uh, Garfield's pretty damn close. Let's be real. Okay. Mm. Um, See, I'm, I'm gonna think about this like an SAT question, man. Hold on, you can go. I'm gonna give it to Ben, and then I'll come back to me, man. I'm gonna go with Bugs Bunny. Why Bugs Bunny? I also dress like a woman. What? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see. <laughs> You see, you see, I don't take anything fucking. We get into politics and uh-huh. we get into like racism and we get into all this shit. This dude he, brings up cartoons, and all of a sudden I'm like, hold on a minute. This takes. I need to think before I speak on this motherfucker. I need TV to characters. Really, right? Take down notes. Weigh the pros and cons. This is a serious fucking question. Yeah. I guess I'll go with Garfield, man. I just you know. Hmm, Garfield's a good one. Fat cat eat lasagna. Was there any uh, truck driving I cartoons? Lasagna. I don't remember any truck driving cartoons. God, I remember him, but I don't remember him. I don't. I mean, Optimus Prime was the truck. True. Yeah, that's Optimus Prime was the truck. That is correct. Mask. The leader of that cartoon show drove a truck. Mask. Hmm. Okay. Google it. Great cartoon okay. show from the eighties. Jamie, pull that up. Jamie. <laughs> All right. Which that's question. Keeps happening. I don't All know right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm limiting my range of cartoons here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a serious answer. Uh, okay. Beast from X Men. I like that answer. Big dude reads a lot. Excessive body hair. Can you pick up things with your feet? I used to could. There you I go. Mean, <laughs> right, I used to could. Used man. to could. <laughs> it's a southern, the southern draw coming out. <laughs> Question number three. What celebrity you think you could beat in a fight? Celebrity. Um. Now, when I say this, I mean like you like you're certain. Like there's no yeah. question this celebrity's gonna beat you in a fight. You're gonna Fuck beat what? this celebrity's ass. All right. Fuck it. What's the name of that kid from Stranger Things? Which one? It's like a bunch of them. I'm, I'm pretty sure I could take most. Of, I could probably beat up most of the kids from Stranger Things. Like mm. the age they were when they filmed the show. Probably not now. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to have to go with that little girl from The Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm just saying. I could probably take her. Okay. She's a great answer. Okay. She was scared of a green guy. Okay. <laughs> Question number four. If you had to leave the country because you committed some sort of horrible crime, what country are you going to Probable. debate police? Probably. I'm, I'm not answering that. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> that shit right? might happen. Eh? I ain't letting people know where the hell they can look for. <laughs> Very uh, true. Oh, I'd go. I'd totally go to uh, Mexico. Yeah, I've got my entire fucking. I got my whole shit. I got a list of countries that don't extradite. I, I'm I, no. I'm not fucking. I'm not answering this. I'm pleading the fifth. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Canada because that's probably the last place I would ever go. Uh, because okay. I want to be warm for once in my fucking life. Yeah, that'd be nice. Okay, it's snowing right now. You know, if fu- you're wondering, you know, the fucked up thing is. Is they've got the stereotype that Canadians are nice and Canadians are polite and all this shit. And it's like, I've had, I probably met like 
you know, five Canadians in my life, and three of them have been assholes. Okay, I'm on board. <laughs> fuck Canadians. I'm not saying fuck Canadians. No, I'm I just heard saying you. Assholes heard... come from Canada too, man. It was under your breath. I heard it. Fuck Canadians. All right, I got fine. You. I'm on board, man. Fuck Canadians. This is a fuck Canada podcast. Yeah, fuck Canadian okay. geese. I will say this: Canada dry sucks. Canada gooses don't don't ever go after Canada gooses. <laughs> Uh, he's doing the letter, he's doing the letter uh, Kenny shit again. That's true. All right. Final question. Question number five. Zombie apocalypse is happening, Walking Dead style. Oh, yeah. You guys have to go find together as a team. Have to go out in the world and survive. What five things are you guys taking with you to survive in this world as a team together? Y'all can both pick five things each, but keep in mind that you guys are working together. Go out in the world. That's not happening. For one, Wyoming's probably going to be one of the safest places in any kind of apocalypse, besides, you know, the volcano, super volcano. Yeah. But uh, in for in in terms of a zombie apocalypse, well, even, there's even then because that that thing goes off, everybody's fucked. We're just yeah. going to be the first ones. We'll we'll never know about it. We'll be the lucky ones. But in a zombie apocalypse, there's not a lot of people here that's going to get it, and I'm pretty sure we could take out most of them if we got I, a pretty good team. I used to think that shit before COVID. I don't know. Um, so stick. five things I would need to bring. Uh, let's see. It's some rope, okay. a knife, yourself. okay. Um, yourself. some condoms. So you can oh, you fucking did. Maybe a couple of toys uh, in case uh, things get a little bored with the rope and the knife. Okay. Because uh, I'm a fuck the zombie. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I always said that if zombie apocalypse broke out, I would eat a zombie. Because I don't know if you can get the zombie virus from eating a zombie. But if I do, then I'm going out on top of the food chain. So there that's was a new, point. There was a new vampire show I watched. I think it was on Netflix. I can't remember what it was called now. But they were eating the vampires, and that reminded me of that. Anyways, I, I'm interested in this whole zombie eating thing because if you're eating the zombies, wouldn't that make the zombies scared of you? Like they just see a human, a regular human, just start fucking up and eating zombies. I would think that would terrify a zombie. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, all this talk about eating zombies, like we've never, you know, been on a date with a girl that wasn't that into it. <laughs> That's a good point. So what are the five things you're taking, Ben? Uh, I would say I would taking. I've, I've answered this exact question on your show, I think. I, I remember saying I would get a camper and fill it with like, it was like a to-go camper with food and all the necessities. And this backup truck, take that, probably head out to, you know, in the middle of nowhere or whatever. Uh, but yeah, knife, guns, obviously, all my guns and ammo, uh, knives, maybe a, so that's, so guns, ammo, does that count as one or is that two? I would count that as one. Yeah. yeah okay. I mean, guns and ammo, pretty knife, stupid to have one two. without the other. Uh, camper and truck. That's three. Um. Uh, not a sword. What are those other those things that machete? Machete. Okay. You gotta need that okay. in case you run out of ammo. And what else you need? I don't know, man. Duct tape. I mean, comes in duct very tape. handy a lot. Duct tape's handy. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, wait. Are we talking like? Virus zombies or ancient curse zombies? Hmm. Virus. Okay. I'll say virus, yes. I don't think you named your last thing. I think you only had four. 
I don't know. I just threw it out and said, fuck it. I'll just eat a zombie. Mm. Uh, five things I take with me. Let me see if I can answer this seriously then. Um, definitely some kind of a knife. Okay. And we're going out to get what kind of supplies? Food? You're going to have to go out to get some food and stuff like that. So, yeah. Let's just say food. All right. So, definitely some kind of a knife. Oh, things you would take with you to go get supplies. Yeah. I must understood the question. I see. Well, that, oh. that's because you're going out in the world to survive. So I would assume you're going to get food and medicine for the long haul. Right. That's the type yeah. of thing you would obviously be looking for. Food, medicine, and most likely gas. So I'd probably take... I got gas covered. Definitely some kind of a weapon, firearm. Okay. Um. Okay, so I'd probably take a firearm with uh, ammo. Okay. Probably a pistol. That's that's the emergency. That's just in case everything gets fucked. Uh, or a pistol grip shotgun. Anyway. <laughs> uh, knife, tomahawk, okay. well-oiled bicycle, and a backpack. Okay. I like those answers. Why the tomahawk, for those who don't know? I think that's an interesting choice. I think the tomahawk will be the go-to when you want to kill a zombie because you don't want to make any noise. And he wanted to keep it original. Okay. Well, you can kill anything with a tomahawk. Yeah. So I want to ask, I want you to ask yourself these exact same questions. <laughs> Shit, I don't even remember the exact questions. You, you remember all the questions? No. Um, let's see. If you were a cartoon, cartoon. character. And who would you be? Uh, who would you be? What celebrity okay. would you trade bodies with for a day? Yeah, that's the first one. So what celebrities would you trade your body with for one day? Uh, it would probably be Edris Alba. Okay. That dude seems like he has a great life. Like he just, like he DJs. He, he does a whole bunch of movies. Good-looking guy, so I'm quite sure he gets any type of woman he wants. Tons of money. Yeah, I think Edges I'll be person I switch body with for. Wasn't he one of the ones, like the first ones to get COVID that came out as a celebrity? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He was. I didn't even. I didn't even think about being able to fuck while I was a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just went that, straight for the revenge angle. Yep. Yeah, that's a big part of it. And since I'm now single, I don't have to worry about him fucking my wife. <laughs> he might actually him him being so charming. He might actually make my life better. Him, like one day, him in my body, he might fuck around and I, I come I back. With, uh, I was just gonna say I went with uh, just wanting to be funny for a day. Nah, I'm going after the celebrity and the money and the power for a day. You know, you know who, who, I'd, who I'd really want to switch places with? Drew Carey. Oh. <laughs> That actually might be fun. <laughs> he wake up, he wake up, be like, ah, shit, I'm fat and I need glasses again. Damn it! That's <laughs> <laughs> my ears getting out of this hell. <laughs> All right. Okay. The second question was, uh, what, what cartoon, cartoon character are you most like? Hmm. This is a good one for me. I'm trying to think. I want to say, I don't know, actually. 
I'm trying to think because uh, cartoon characters that I'm very similar to. I'd probably say I'm gonna skip this one to come back to because I don't want to kill too much. Time. Right. What, what was the third one? I don't remember what the third one was. We're not very oh, good at. I, I remember what the third one was. The third one was what celebrity I thought I could beat in a fight. Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely think I could beat m- most of the presidents in a fight. Mm, okay, I think I, yeah. I think I, I think I'll beat George Bush's ass. I think I could beat Joe Biden's ass. I definitely think I, I beat mean, Donald Trump's ass in a fight. <laughs> like most of the presidents that we've had, I think I'll kick, kick their ass in a fight easily. I'd I mean, walk. Car- Carter can barely walk, so. Yeah, I can't believe he was even still alive. He'd probably be pretty easy to beat. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I like I would wash all of them. <laughs> I think only one who would probably give me a good fight is Obama because he's still kind of young. Like, mm. He's like fifty something years old, like six, 50, 60 years old, something like that. I but could, I could them, see Obama scrapping still. Yeah, the rest of them I would wash in a fight without question. True, go for the knees. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'm just I'm just picturing Obama just beating the shit out of somebody, just you know, knocking the shit happening. out of somebody, and then just lighting a cigarette. Well, maybe uh, you'll think about that next time you talk shit. <laughs> I can see that happening. You're gonna uh, shut your fucking mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> I think I may have a choice for the cartoon character. All right. You ever used to watch the cartoon show Captain In? Old yeah. 80s, 90 cartoon show where the main that. character was. Was that, what, sorry, was, that, was that the dude who got sucked into his Nintendo? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I know that game. I think I'm a lot like him. Yeah. <laughs> Just All right. so focused on video games and stuff like Maybe I should say a current character. If I'm going to say a current character, I'm probably like Finn from Adventure Time. Oh, yes, we went straight into racism when uh, Delvin is like super into like PlayStation and all these other things. I do want to get into some of that, but we didn't have what the other question was. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, we're thinking car- current cartoon shit. Uh, Buford from Phineas and Ferb. I'm going to mm. change my answer. That's a good answer. I don't, I don't yeah. watch a lot of current cartoons besides what my kids watch. It's yeah. usually YouTube stuff. I just found I just found out the other day my niece is like a big fan of Candace from Phineas and Ferb. I'm like, OK, she's going to be a snitch. <laughs> we just watched all she did. That's all she did in that whole show was try to snitch. I don't even know why we call them Karens, man. We need to call them Candace. That's a good. We point. just watched. Um, we've watched two Lindsay Lohan films in the last two days. Why? Why? I, you know what? I don't know. I it was Freaky Friday was coming up, so we watched Freaky Friday with the kids, and then uh, for some reason, I put on Herbie today. Um, I guess I just got excited about my bug, and I was like, "I'm gonna watch Herbie." And my kids got super into it. Oh man, you gotta you got a bug, so you might you have to watch Herbie. Yeah. Why didn't you watch the classic Herbies? Like, the oh, ones I've from seen the them 80s? all. I've seen them all. Let me ask you guys this: since it is Friday the Thirteenth, do y'all watch any of the Friday the Thirteenth movies on Friday the Thirteenth? I didn't. I used to do that a lot. Safely enough, no. I used to just marathon those movies on Friday the Thirteenth. I don't know why. I went Freaky Friday for some reason in my head. It was a Friday the 13th movie, even though it doesn't actually ever mention Friday the 13th. But people call Friday the 13th Freaky Friday, I thought. Maybe I'm just confusing things. Mm. 
I think you're right. I'll, I'll get I where the bad luck shit comes from because I've never had a bad Friday the 13th. I haven't either. It's like I've had good shit. Like I've got job offers on Friday the 13th. I mean, well, I mean, on. there's still a couple hours left. Yeah. Yeah. I told uh, Delvin we were going to switch bodies this episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. I can do a podcast with someone who has some, you know, something interesting to say. Yeah, true. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this, Ben, since you brought it up. Uh-huh. If me and you switch bodies, what's the uh-huh. first thing you're doing? You you know, you already know. Yeah, you know, man. I know. I know. We, we all know. I just, I just want to hear him say it. <laughs> Looking down the pants. There you go. <laughs> Probably, I don't know, man. I'm probably going to say the N-word like a hundred times. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Because I'm going to do the exact same thing. God damn it. You're going to ruin my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going all down the don't, don't do it live. That makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> and you know what? For the bit, that's perfect. I can't yeah. I can't even argue with you on it. Yeah. I mean, for the bit, I just have to deal with it. Like, yep, that happened. I mean, I'd have to go back to my life the next day and just be like, I mean, what can you do? It was great. I I I'd do it in a good way though. I would do it in a way where mm-hmm. you're like fully supporting the black people. I'll put you in a dashiki <laughs> like a have a, on a black power sh- hat and shit. <laughs> Like, what's going on with Ben? He just yeah. fucking militant. Went straight be, Rachel Dolezal. Yes. You'd be calling people crackers and honkies. Perfect. So there, so it would be it would be such a turn. You would come back in your body like, he said the N-word a lot, but he was defending them, so I can't be really mad at him. True. I bet you that uh, liberal white women would definitely be mad, though. Oh, they'll be mad at anything. Yeah. Karen's got a Karen. Yeah, Karen's got a Karen. Yeah. Karen's got to care too much. <laughs> Anyways, so we figured out your cartoon. Where were we going? Oh, well, five things you would take to go get supplies in a zombie apocalypse. You don't get a partner, though. Do you want a partner? Do you want me and Randy to go with you? You guys can go with me. So, okay. Okay. I figured you guys have all the guns right now because you guys both named guns in your product. So what I would take with me, I would take the crossbow like from Walking Dead that Daryl has because you can easily just go back and get the crossbows and stuff like that and reload. Reusable. Yes. I would take some type of device where I can filter water so we we can always have some drinkable water. I would also take a toolbox. So if our vehicle breaks down, I'll be able to fix it. So that's three. Hmm. I'll take a large working tent. Also, since if our vehicle breaks down or we're going long distances and we can't find shelter if it starts raining, we'll have something to sleep in. And the fifth thing 
See, this is the hard one. A survival guide. Okay. One that has like things where you can like, it will tell you like certain things you can cook to eat. True. And things like that. So we'll always have a, a viable option on ways to get food. Do you think the anarchist cookbook would come in handy for a zombie apocalypse? Isn't that you know, book like against the law? I don't think the book itself is against the law because that would violate uh, free speech laws. Yes, but like being able to make bombs and stuff. I think it would. I think it would be hellish. I think it would be hellaciously suspect if you had it. But I also heard that that book was booby trapped. Huh. Like everything in that book was designed to backfire. Hmm. That's just what I heard. I was just thinking, huh. like in, in terms of actually making bombs for throwing at zombies. L- <laughs> let me ask you guys yeah. this. Because this was 100% the thing when I was in school. And it got a lot of motherfuckers put on a watch list. Okay. When the internet first became popular, a lot of kids was looking up how to make bombs. Yeah, I do remember and things like that. Did you guys ever try to do it? No. By the time I had internet, I, had, I was old enough to have more sense than that. That's one of those, thank God I grew up poor type situations. <laughs> The only bombs we ever had were like when you mix uh, Mentos and Coke or whatever. It's like as close as I got to bombs. I remember that. I, I had a friend who learned how to make Molotov cocktails and would go like in like empty fields and just, they weren't fields but like grass, I mean like empty parking lots, just throw them around like a fucking nut job. We See, we always had fireworks over here. So we'd have like M80s and and, uh, dynamites and all those fun things. So we didn't have to make bombs, so they were made for us. (laughs) We had had that too. He was just fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm quite sure he's somewhere in prison. (laughs) So um, I don't know if, uh, man, I don't know if I should really get into it. I'm moving around a lot and shaking things. But we have you on, right? And we've got this mutual guy in common. The legend, the legend himself, that has uh, made you know people famous just uh, by association and talking about him. And yeah. I don't know if I want to bring it up or not, but I'm sure people were like, "Oh, Ben's having Delvin on; they should talk about that." But should yeah. we? I don't know if we should give it to him or not. It's up. It's up to you, man. <laughs> he, he, he called you what? He called you a ninja turtle? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. I had no idea who we were talking about until yeah. The uh, the one uh, Patrick Michael himself, the Seamus McKillian, the whatever names he goes by, the Seamus rapper, the such ra- a fascinating dude, the rapper, the rock star, the podcaster. Sorry, I'm just I'm looking and it's like if any if anybody looks like a fucking turtle right now, it's me. I don't know where the hell. Yeah, I don't I don't get it either. But um, did he get us confused? But so this guy we used to have on the network. He um, became infamous in the podcast community for having hundreds of different podcasts and just being an all-around uh, man. I can't even think of the word for it. I call him eccentric. Nice, nice yeah. fellow. Yes, he's very eccentric. Very he, arrogant. <laughs> arrogance. One, but the thing about Shaman that always fascinates me is the fact that he had this weird self-confidence yes, that I've never good. seen someone have in my life. In terms of, if no one else believes in Seamus McKillian, Seamus McKillian believes in Seamus McKillian. To the point where he believes his own hype to a degree where you think, like, if you talk by talking to him, you would think he's on the level of Joe Rogan. Yes. 
And the one time he did uh, Kill Tony, he did a, a Kill Tony minute. And after that, he didn't ever want to do Kill Tony again because he thought he was above it now. He did it. He conquered it. <laughs> Which is a weird thing. Usually when people get... A, you want to do it again. Yes, they want to keep going. Seamus just turns it away. Yeah. He's like, I did it. I won. <laughs> but anyways, so he became infamous in the podcast community. He blocked all of us. Uh, cause you know, I kicked him out of the network and all that. And then, but he stayed friends with Delvin. So one day, um, Seamus became, you know, infamous, super famous, talked about on all these other podcasts all the time. Delvin decides I'm going to interview this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that's another story. I, this is why, how this happened because Jody B kept asking me because he, he, he loves you know, all the Seamus stuff yeah. and things like that. He asked me to interview Seamus. He said, you can actually talk. I said, yeah, I can talk to Seamus. That's not a problem. And I think that I want to say Dave from Mad Brain did too as well. Yeah, I'm sure. And I just asked Seamus one day and I, I was straight up honest with Seamus. I said, hey, people ask me to have you on the podcast and interview and, and if, what they want to do is they want me to ask you questions from the audience. If you're cool with it, we can do it. But I'm letting you know Whatever questions come, I'm going to ask you just like they're red. Just like I see them. Say, yeah, we can definitely do that, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a great idea. And we did it, and you heard the results of it. One of the best trolls, I think, that have ever happened in podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Delvin was such a great interviewer, and the way he asked the questions, Seamus would just answer them, not realizing that the questions themselves were horrible. They were horrible yes. questions. <laughs> yes. They were questions given to you by very the community. Who here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of the questions was about CPS. What yeah. Is Child Protective Services. Yeah. And he blew a, a gasket about it. That's true. It was Anyways. amazing. You did. You got some notoriety off of that one, and some some shout outs from other shows and things. So that was pretty good. Enjoyed it, and I got called the turtle <laughs> on that that episode. Yes. So, anyways, I don't understand what happened with that whole situation. He just randomly brought you up and called you a turtle. I've never. You see, I never really talked about him on the show, and it was three years ago. You know. Well, two and a half years ago, something in there where I kicked him off the show. So what had happened was he uh, I asked another show to be on the network. He got in a fight with that show. That show left the network. And I told him, hey, man, you can't be doing that. And then he blew up on me. And I was like, well, then you're out. Then I don't want you here. And that's when it all happened. And so he started blocking me and talking mad shit on Twitter. And I went into that Twitter group and I said, hey, man, this guy's talking some mad shit. And that's when everybody kind of went over to his page and started <laughs> just getting blocked. I'm blocked. I'm blocked. I'm blocked. I'm blocked. And just going in at him. And he decided to go after uh, Doug and Anthony from who's right podcast, not knowing that that week was Doug's first appearance on who are these podcasts. So that's how the entire thing started. Was he talked shit on Doug <laughs> and Doug's like, all right, well, we're going to do you on who are these podcasts, which is and never then- a good idea, by the way. Talking shit on Doug is never a good idea. Yeah. Doug's a good guy, by the way. Yeah, I enjoy him. 
He's made some stuff for our show. Some intro songs or intro videos, I think. Pretty cool stuff. Okay. Anyways. I couldn't tell you who made what. I'm sorry. Yeah. We'll get off of that topic because Randy doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about. I just Pretty much. Like, this was all before my time except yeah. for the turtle comment. I think I was yeah. when I first got here. I just figured since I had you on, we both know the guy. We've known him, you know, since the beginning. Years. And we both had things happen with him. So I was like, you know what? We'll bring him up for a little bit and talk about him. I don't have clips or anything like most people do, but yeah, it's all good. Um, Now you do several other podcasts. I've noticed uh, and you do, you do a lot of guesting, but you, you, you're a full-time co-host on another PlayStation podcast, correct? Yes, the place which is weird. The PlayStation experience. My actual two it's it's a weird situation I'm in because I <laughs> my two podcasts, what my actual podcast is the Devil Cox Experience. That's my podcast. That's the one I'm in charge of. Mm-hmm. But what happened was I when I first started podcasting, one of my first guests was a guy named Donnie Reese and a guy named Nate, Nate, I can't remember Nate's last name, but they came on my the Devil Cock Experience episode one to talk about E3. They they they're part of a, they were part of a podcast network at the time called PSVG, and without having them on my episode one of the Devil Cock Experience, I don't think I'd be podcasting to this day. They they were small at the time. They that podcast group has grown up substantially. By the way, they. Were like in articles, like Twinfinite articles and stuff, talk about how big the network is and things like that. It's become a pretty popular podcast network for video gaming. The riches are in the niches. That's why yeah. we're very broad. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> years past and stuff, you know, Delva Cock Experience gets, gets a little notoriety. People listen to the podcast, it gets a good little following. PSVG gets a a great following as well. You know, like I said, they had articles done about them in Twinfinite and other video gaming sites and stuff like that. And they've had some video game developers and stuff on it. So they had a, they had a PlayStation podcast, but it was never really consistent. Like they, and it got to the point where one of the get the main co-hosts couldn't do the show no more. So a guy I know who's part of PSVG, his name's Dev. He he said he's gonna take over the PlayStation podcast. He was looking for he was gonna look for a co-host. And I told him at first I was like, I'll help you find a co-host and stuff like that. So I was asking people they want to go join the PSVG because, like I said, it's a growing podcast community. It has a sizable audience. So you would so you be going if you're a new podcaster, that is the perfect situation for you to come into because you're coming into an already established audience. So you're not gonna come in and have like three listeners. So they couldn't find anybody. And I casually set it off base. Oh, yeah, you can't find somebody. I'll, I'll do it. Not think, really taking it seriously. Then they're like, oh, you, you'll be doing it? I'm like, yeah, if the schedule works out. And they kind of just like, hey, we'll make the schedule work. And I became the, co- the second co-host of the podcast. And it's kind of awesome because I love it. Like, my passion besides podcasting and stuff and is video games. I love video games. I love PlayStation. I've been playing PlayStation my whole life and playing video games since I was five years old. So, and when I first got into podcasting, I kind of went and do a video game podcast, but when you do a video game podcast, you have to have 
ideas and conversations to bounce off people. And me, at that time, I didn't have a huge Twitter following, so I didn't know anybody on Twitter, so I didn't know even how to start it. But I felt like doing PSV XP was an opportunity, and I just kind of got into it and started loving the show. Now, have you already bought a PlayStation 5? Yes. Okay. Yeah, me and my wife, so I've been Xbox since the beginning, and I don't... I have that too, by the way. I don't see myself changing. We saw an Xbox Series X today, but there's tons of articles that have been coming out about it. Obviously, the smoke was faked. That was all vape. Um, But I did hear that the disc problem was actually a problem. Well, I have one, so if you have any questions about it, you can ask me right now. I'm thinking about getting one. Um... Because my my current Xbox, we have an Xbox um, One X, the 4K, um, and it just died. I mean, it's, okay. it's it won't even start up anymore. It just goes to the one screen. So we're thinking about, you know, Xbox, you know, the new one's out. So maybe, but I don't know about waiting or getting one now or what. Let me ask you some questions then. <clears throat> what type of TV you have for first first and foremost? It's a, it's a newer Samsung. It's one of those curved ones. I don't know. Four, 4K? Yeah, it's 4K. HDR? Yeah. So, yeah, nothing is... If you got 4K and HDR, you're going to notice a sizable difference Okay. with the Xbox Series X. The cool thing about it is, is that it's backwards compatible 100%. Okay. So all the games you have are going to look better. Yes. Oh, wow. So all the games you have are going to look better on it automatically. I surprisingly still have a lot of 360 games. So all the ones that are still like backwards compatible with Xbox One will work on your Series X and they will kind of get like a little bit of a boost in graphics. And a lot of times it get better. Like, I, I was playing today Gears 5. I finally got to work and stuff like that. I had to re-download it and stuff. And one of the things I noticed about it is the, there are firstly no load times. Oh, wow. So that alone is really cool. And it, it looks beautiful. I'd say it looks a step up above the series, not the 1X. So it looks better than that. And it depends on how you got the TV set up. But I, I, I say get it. If you're gonna get it, get it now. Maybe you can take your your Xbox had, and trade it in. They had one left at Walmart today, and we were walking around. And by the time we got back to that area, it was gone. It was like 20 minutes. They had one left, and we got we went walking around thinking about it. And we came back, it's gone. I will say this: it is an ugly looking box. Yeah, it is yeah, bulky the, and it's heavy. I think the slim comes out in January, right? The um, you talk about the um, series S. It was the it was the Xbox series is the new one, but they had it, they were making a slim version. They called it yeah. The, it's this one. it's out now. It's just oh hard to find. Oh, okay, I see. Randy, are you going with the PS Five? I'm still debating it. Oh, ser- the series I, X or the five? Ideally, what I'll do is probably end up with a Both? gaming PC. Oh, okay. I see. All right. Yeah. And then just let me ask you this then. Consoles as I can. Since you mentioned gaming PC, I want one. I want to ask why. Why you think you want to go gaming PC? Because, uh, 
just to save myself some hassle because you can, you know, a lot of those things are future proof. You can just change out the graphics card, shit like that. I, I, I think that's a good point. These consoles, what I've seen so far with them, are very similar to a gaming PC. I'd say taking a look like the Xbox Series X has an expandable drive in the back that you can kind of do it, and it has a SSD in it instead of a solid, it has a solid state drive in it instead of the regular the regular hard drive. So stuff runs on it faster. It run is kind of like a PC almost. Yeah. What is that? I was also thinking I could do Steam games on a PC instead of having to worry about that. Uh, the censorship shit. Not yeah. a problem with the PC because you can, uh, you know, you can play Conan Exiles and you can actually have just run around with your grapes dangling. That's a good point. The censorship thing is a big deal. PC games are kind of more liberal in terms of that type of stuff. You kind of can just download what you want, play what you want, how you want. And plus, PC games are actually cheaper. Hmm. Uh, I think when I say ideally, that's what I'm going to get. I mean, that's what I'm going to get first. Hmm. And then get the Xbox, then get the PlayStation. Yeah, because uh, even so, we have we got, we got the Xbox. You know, we got Game Pass, and uh, the Game Pass. I didn't know this at the time, uh, but it works with your PC. So if you yes, get Game Pass, yeah. you can just switch out games in your PC. Exactly. Well. So that was pretty cool too. Um, speaking of the Series X, uh, online they got a deal going on right now. It's like thirty four dollars a month. But they give you um, 24 months free Game Pass if you buy through Xbox for the Series X right now. It's hard to argue with that. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. So I was thinking about doing that. I was like, just order it from Microsoft, get that two years of Game Pass free, new Xbox. Game Pass is a game changer. Yeah, I love Game Pass. Yeah, but as far as taking the PC out of the equation and just going with consoles... uh... I think what I think would have to come back. I'm trying. That's what I was doing on Facebook. Was I was trying to figure out who the hell's getting the PlayStation, and who the hell's getting the Xbox. Yeah, I'm. I've always been Xbox. I'm gonna always be Xbox. I don't know why. It's just where I'm at in life. I have both. I'm gonna have both. Basically, I have the PlayStation Five and the Xbox. The Xbox was a gift. That's how I got the Xbox. Early Christmas I started, gift. I started early. First Xbox, Halo, Star Wars, and I just never looked back been xbox ever since xbox is a cool system to say the least my mother-in-law still has an original at her house in st george and we're going there next week and i'm going to play some battlefront oh that's gonna be fun then yeah battlefront the first one was really really good (laughs) what do you you got any more questions about consoles not especially uh this guy has a so PlayStation what's the, podcast. What's the drive? What's the drive issue you were talking about? Oh, oh people were saying drive. this drive. People were saying it wasn't like you couldn't put the disc in. Right. Have you seen those videos? No. Oh. But uh, see, that's the thing. Though I was just gonna kind of wait and see what yeah, happens. Yeah, bugs and all that. People, yeah. I see people waiting so, and stuff. You know, when you get them the first model, first off the line, you're gonna have all the problems. So I was just gonna wait until they get those figured out and. Yeah, we got the 360 Maybe Elite. Not. I mean, it's not like I can afford either one right now. So We got the 360 Elite right when it came out, and it had nothing but problems. That sucks. Yeah. So it does happen sometimes. Yeah. Who knows? All right, well. 
Good stuff. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about I think that's about good enough, man. What do you think, Delvin? You got any more you want to get into? Man, it's been a blast. I've had a lot of fun with it, man. This has been great. Usually do around an hour. And I'm gonna get some of your stuff up if you want people where to find you. Come check out the Delvin Cox Experience. Anyway, you listen to podcasts, check out the places experience. Likewise, same thing. Anyway, you listen to podcasts. Delvin Cox Experience is an interview podcast. Sort of like this. You know, we get have fun. We interview people from all walks of life. I had on an actor, his name's Brent Pope recently. Good interview. We talk about like he he was on the Roseanne reboot around the time when Roseanne had the scandal. So that was interesting to talk to him about that. He's been on a lot of different TV shows and stuff. So check out that episode. Check out should I do so many shows, man? It's a lot of stuff on the Devil. Just go to DevilCoxExperience.com and you'll see all the great stuff there. You can also, if you want to go back pretty far in his log, you can check out my interview on the Devil Cox Experience. Got to have you back on there again, um, too, by the way. This guy, too. You got you yes, to have this guy in your garbage opinion show. Yeah, definitely. He definitely has a lot of opinions. I do. You guys are both <laughs> working on both shows. Uh, also, you know, the sponsors, Spunk Loop. Go to spunkloop.com. Use promo code STM Pod Checkout. Save yourself 10% on your order. Go to ballwash.com. Grab yourself um, some ball wash. Uh, you know, sack spray. I don't have the box with me. What do you do with the box? <laughs> I don't know. Good head shampoo. They got all kinds of fun stuff. So go there. Take care of your nuts. Use promo code STM Pod. Save yourself percent. Randy, uh, Randy Garner Humor on Instagram and uh, Facebook, and I don't know Garner Humor on Facebook. I don't even know my own shit. Uh, and I had a joke for this, and now it's gone. So <laughs> you can follow me. You can follow my personal account on Instagram and Twitter at Netfunny with one e. We are everywhere at STM Podcast on all things social media. Everywhere we are everywhere including the controversial new parlor. We are on there also at SCM pod. Um, go to the network. Drumsandbrushes.com. Before you go, shows. before you finish, I want to ask okay. you about that. We'll, we'll talk about that mm-hmm. when you come on my show. I want to know all about parlor because I don't know nothing about it, but we'll talk about it when go you come on my show. We can, we can do it right now, man. I don't care. What the fuck is your question? I've been hearing about it. All, I don't know anything about it. I've heard it's an alt-right site. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's just an uncensored Twitter. What the hell is it? The way... I, okay, go ahead. That's just what I've heard. Well, you're the one who's actually on yes, it. Yes, I am. Account, so you go ahead. I have seen a lot of uh, right things on there. That's for sure. There is a bunch of stuff on there. But I've also seen a lot of extreme left things. I've seen uh, people's like extreme left podcasts and all kinds of stuff. So I got on there and, you know, me, I treated it like Twitter. I just go and try to find podcasts. Um, but I also started following some very controversial people that I love, like Anthony Kimia. Anyways. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the left is definitely painting it as an alt-right. Um, but I think that the entire purpose of it was supposed to be an uncensored Twitter and Facebook because... Recently, I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of posts are being, you know, deleted and yeah. And uh, people are tired of it. They want to be able to say what they want to say because, you know, freedom of speech and all that. So I don't know where it's going to go yet. 
Um, I am on there. I'm trying it out. I haven't seen anything too bad. I mean, I've seen a lot of, you know, Trump stuff, of course. But you, are you still getting that same stuff on Twitter and Facebook, you know? Let me ask so, you this question. And this is why I'm bringing this up. Should I go on there just to get my name? Because I... Well, because, maybe, yeah. Because if you know, things move that way, because that's how a lot of things start, though. Like, every, like I was telling them about TikTok, everyone hated TikTok. Now there's over like four billion users on there. You know what I mean? So I, I saw, I saw this new app coming out, and I was like, I'm just gonna get in early. You never know where it's gonna go. Just get in early, get your stuff going. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I just like to try things. You never know what's gonna go. Maybe one day we'll have a million followers on there. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. That's the way I look at things. I didn't look at it as extreme right or extreme left or ex- extreme this. I just was like, I'm going to sign up the podcast. And um, if this thing is the new thing, then we'll already be there. Yeah, on the ground floor. I, I like that idea, actually. Yeah. yeah I just, I don't. And if it's extremely racist, maybe we'll still get some new fans, maybe. I just, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about all that, but you know, I don't like the idea of you know Twitter and Facebook just having a monopoly on all social it's media. True. That is true too. You know, I agree. But it's, it's also like I said, like the way people are painting it is very hard to start a new thing, whether it be a social media app, like a new car company, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If there's big players in the game, it's going to be a very hard get, especially to get people over there. But I think last week or something, they had like 2 million new downloads in a week. Wow. The, the system was like crashing. They had to do like several updates to keep up with the influx of people going over there. So, it, you know, people are moving there. So let's see what happened. Yeah. One of the best examples of that is YouTube. Uh, when YouTube's r- rules are just so uh, yeah malleable and n- nebulous that you can't. You don't know you've broken a rule until you've already broken it. Yeah. Well, so we had, you remember Jimmy Martinez, our Jimmy Martinez episode? I posted that clip that I posted everywhere else. Like Instagram was fine with it. Facebook was fine with it. Twitter was fine with it. I posted it on TikTok and they deleted it in two minutes. Instead of violated their terms and conditions. I was like, why? For what? Because he said pussy? Something like that. I don't know. So TikTok's definitely got more rules than a lot of people about the things you can say but yeah i mean facebook and twitter and all those they're heading that way i mean it's a private company though so you know what i mean like i said walmart makes you put on masks right right and that's that's their right as a private company so twitter and instagram and facebook they don't want you to say something that's their right as a you know it's a private company so what can you do about it yeah all they can do is just not support the company. Simple as that. That's the only thing you really yeah. can't do. But I, I, I've told people in the past, too, or like when we were having some of these conversations, like I'm not going anywhere. I'm still on Facebook and Twitter. I'm, I'm not leaving these things for this thing. I'm just adding this thing to my other things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not like, because their biggest thing was, oh, people are just running away to that. I was like, no, I'm not running away. I'm just adding it. Come on. Come on over. <laughs> Join me. <laughs> Parlor do the same uh, information grab that 
Facebook and Twitter has been alleged to do or what's that? I don't know. I know they ask you for your phone number and they do like a verification thing. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's like just, still you know, early days. Yeah, just, you know, getting all the data and shit on people. I don't know. They might. Who knows? I guess we'll have to see what happens. Like I said, it's still early days. We'll have to see what happens in the future. We don't know what it's going to turn out to be. We don't know if the left is actually right and it's just a big, big pile of racist or if it's just uh, people that are tired of not being able to say things, which I think it mostly is. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. So I'm trying it out. I think when you start any kind of a new social media or whatever, you're going to have people testing the waters just to see how far they can push before they get in trouble. Yeah. So you're going to have a lot of that. And you're also going to have a lot of people that were banned from Facebook and Twitter, you know. Well, like of- I've already said, I'm 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 following Alex Jones. I'm following Anthony Kilmia. I'm following Gino Pisconti. I'm following uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. And honestly, it was just because I wanted to see the things they post. You know what I mean? Because they were they've been banned for so long. I was like, I just I want to see what that stuff that, that they were posting that got them banned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I haven't seen anything too bad. I think they just don't like them as people. Like sometimes people are just painted the way, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, and I think um, that's the way I got painted for even saying I joined parlor from some people. Cause I did get yelled at for joining. <laughs> I didn't know what it was, but I've heard some people talking about it as of late. I was like, let me ask. Yeah. I don't know much more than anybody at the moment, but uh, I've, have seen a lot of our podcast friends heading over there and it might have been the same idea you had let's i'm just gonna grab my handle so it could just be that too which isn't a bad idea that's what that's what bob said and he's like i'm just gonna go over there grab my handle not a bad idea so nobody can take it from you yeah so all right i don't know if that helped or not helped a lot (laughs) and those those people that are thinking about joining parlor all it is right now that I know of is a uncensored new form of social media that's kind of like Twitter. Same setup as Twitter, pretty much. And uh, that's all I know so far. So if you guys want to head over there and check it out, that's on you. I'm not going to tell anybody what to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Perfect. We'll see you guys. Uh, thanks for coming on, Delvin. We enjoyed having you. And apologies to Dustin Welsh. I'm probably going to clip out that bit of you saying I, uh, you were going to say the N-word as me for the clip of the week. And <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Peace. Until next week, go fuck yourselves. And have fun. He's a dummy. Bye-bye.